James. Raf. Sora. Sora. Good job, Sora. Fascinating. Fascinating. Nothing to say for himself. Mm. Sora. Video. AI. AI video. Yes. Every time we want to stop talking about AI, we get dragged back in. We're talking about Sora today, S-O-R-A, which is the latest OpenAI announcement. Mm. The latest we did, we talked about Sam Altman last week raising $7 trillion. And actually, you know what? It's not a mad call, but just a clarification. At least one of the publications that reported on that walked it back a little bit after Mm. we released the episode, basically clarifying something that you said in our episode last week, which is like that $7 trillion figure is more of like a total addressable market that he was talking about mm. and not so much about an exact dollar amount that he wanted right now, which you did kind of talk about. I cycle. think I talked about that ad nauseum because the figure is so absurd. Yeah, yeah. And so we're one of the true – like this. they talk about fake news. Here's the opposite. This is real news. And, and Sam Altman also came out with a gag on Twitter and was like, it's $8 trillion now. I'm raising $8 trillion. Yeah. So very funny. But – OpenAI have renounced their text-to-video system. We released that episode, and once again, you know, the news then came out, like, less than a day later or a day or so later. That saw, And it kind of answered some questions. Like, we were talking about, like, they obviously re- recognize that they need serious amounts of compute. A huge amount of compute. Like, yeah, and yeah. then to the point where, you know, the capacity, like, they, they will not be able to access the capacity right now. They need to be making their own chips in order to get to the future that they want. And whatever their models require... And whatever content they're they're acquiring will require immense amounts of compute. Next minute, they're releasing AI a te- videos. A, a, a text to video. Yeah, exactly. We were like, what what could uh, Sam Altman need all this compute for? Mm. And then, yes, the very same day release the episode, they've announced Sora, their text to video system. So we've talked a bit about AI art and like AI image, image mm. generation. You know, you go to Mid Journey. You go to Dali, which is OpenAI's one. You type in uh, beautiful elf with huge cans, yep. and it generates that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you you put in you know Donald Trump with a, a gold Kalashnikov. Yeah, and it says, I, sorry, I cannot make that I, for you. I cannot, well, OpenAI says that. Midjourney's like, eh, you know what? I think we can work something out here. Um, and you know, stable diffusion being the open source alternative. We know, and I'm sure you as a listener know, that uh, AI – Images have made leaps and bounds over the past 18 months, which has, on the one hand, been cool for guys that love to sit around and type in those exact phrases I was just talking about. <laughs> has been concerning for people who worry about misinformation, disinformation, the polluting of our information economy. Yeah, you know, people who think media literacy. <laughs> the media literacy crew, the guys who was like, the guys who are always like, they should be teaching media literacy in schools. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And they're saying that because they saw a picture of the Pope with a Balenciaga puffer jacket and they got scared. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that stuff's obviously made leaps and bounds. But AI video has been a little bit less well advanced to mm. date. Yes, there's been stuff. Meta has a model. Google has a model. Various different companies have produced the models for it. But most of them have been trash, pre- pretty crappy. Like they produce five seconds of weird, blurry, jerky yeah. Shit. But but this is the thing, I'm going to say it right now, and I'm probably going to reiterate this multiple times throughout the episode, so apologies in advance. Any technology that you're looking at, and we said this 12 months ago, don't judge it on now, judge it on five years. 
They looked crappy. Images looked like shit 18 months ago. Remember when, like, basically when it first popped off, which actually was Pope Balenciaga, they actually happened to pull out a real heater with the, the Pope Balenciaga. Well, he's killing it in that image. The Pope, he, the, Pope, the Pope is swagged out in he, that image. He is swagged out, but thank God his hands are in his pocket because, like, at the time they couldn't do fingers, right? Like, Yeah, well, I think that was because that was mid-Journey 5 mm. that that picture came out, and it was a big leap from mid-Journey 4, which was already better than... Well, I guess Mid-Journey 3, but the ones before that. <laughs> but Mid-Journey 5 was actually the one where they figured out hands, or at least made hands a lot better. Yeah. And 6 has just come out, which is obviously another jump along. But 5 was definitely a one where people started being like, oh, these look like photos. But anyway, point being, when we look at both those videos of like the flying dog or whatever on the meta thing that look like shit, and we're like, well, you can't be like, this will never look good. No, right? well, totally And the totally same right. is true right now. These videos have their flaws. Yeah, no, exactly. But, well, like, describe the video. Yeah, exactly. As I said, the ones before were not not so great. Sora was announced end of last week. They haven't released the model. Uh, they're giving it to some designers and creatives to mess around with. They say that it's going through, like, their safety procedure. But if you go to, like, the Sora site on the OpenAI website, it basically shows minute-long clips. So, to date, these ones before have mostly been 5-second, 10-second long little shitty AI video clips. These ones are, are longer and they say they can go even longer than that. And they look pretty good. Mm. Like they have stuff like the prompt is like camera fly through of Tokyo during winter and there's a woman that's crossing the road. And just like the most recent version of Dali or, or mid, the most recent version of Mid Journey, it's pretty good at taking relatively detailed instructions about what happens in the scene. And it looks, as you said, still a bit weird, a bit freakish. You can definitely tell that it's not real. But wait. Well, I wouldn't say definitely tell, but yes, there's an uncanny valiness. There's there's an uncanny valley. And it's one of those things where the more of these videos we'll see, the more we'll begin to like see the particular things that it normally gets wrong. Yeah. Like even Mid Journey, if you're someone that looks at enough images online and knows what Mid Journey is, you can pretty quickly identify like, even if it's seemingly photorealistic, you're like, that's got a real Mid Journey vibe to me. And it's the same as like when a piece of like a few paragraphs of copy has been written by GPT, chat GPT. Yeah, yeah. So it's got that that kind of stink to it. But I will say on that point, like, yes, definitely. And chat GPT in particular, we're, we're still trying to work out like a like an adjective for that, right? Yeah. You, like, I can tell that straight away, sure. You know, topic is a very complex and interesting topic. You know, that like, it'll always start with that kind of shit. And in summary, in conclusion, it's like no one fucking says that. Yeah. Like we don't yeah. need to say, we don't need to announce Downright our conclusion. is a complex and multifaceted podcast. Yeah. That kind of crap. It's important. Or it can't be understated its importance to tech and culture, uh, et cetera. Yeah. Anyway. Well, for me, for example, it said to me the other day, uh, to clarify, it's inappropriate to stereotype French Canadians. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did ask it because I was trying to come up with a banger reply to someone. All right. And then I was like, what are some nasty stereotypes for French Canadians? Um, and I had, to, I had to tweak my response a little bit because obviously initially it was flat out like I will not, I will not defame the Quebecois. <laughs> Montreal and, is a fine yeah, Montreal is the second largest French-speaking city in the world. I was like, no, give me that nasty stuff. And then it was like, all right, French Canadians are lazy. That was its, that was its first response. So after I, after I kind of tweaked it a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. Sorry, uh, but yes, me and you and 
realistically, a lot of the listeners to this podcast can spot that, right? They can spot the, the AI voice. They can spot the AI image a little bit. It's got the sheen. But your average person, maybe not. Nah. And by average person, I mean, you know, 99% of people. Oh, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Because like they're, they're, not, they're not doing what we do. We're, we are the 1%. We're the 1%. We're the guys who make tech podcasts and think about computers all day. You're subscribed to a tech business culture podcast. Yeah, exactly. Or the algorithm has determined that you should see this on YouTube or whatever, or TikTok. Uh, uh, so you are different. You are. You are, you are special. Gonna, uh, you're, you are the Ubermensch, <laughs> as described by nature. Congratulations. You made it. Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. And if there's uh, people have been sharing a lot of these screenshots on Twitter and whatever of basically boomers not understanding that something is like something's a foot a complete <laughs> stereotypical mid-journey output like what someone uh, the one i saw the other day was like oh here's a photo of some random american town mm. completely blanketed in snow after a snowstorm the other night and it was just like it was literally like cartoonishly mid-journey yeah yeah like it looked like a weird little village from a cartoon or something and all basically was like hundreds of comments, like "Wow, I've never seen this in my life." And when I saw that, I was like, "We are so cooked, man! Yeah. Well, <laughs> we are so cooked." I mean, you were just showing me on TikTok. The... Oh yeah, yeah. So there's there's a whole genre. I mean, we're getting off track, but we must. It's all no, it. it's all connected. It's all relevant. It's all connected. There's a there's a genre of TikTok where it's basically like someone has used mid-generate like '80s luxury penthouses. Yeah. And then they, they chuck like a vaporwave track underneath, mm. like a woozy kind of like fuzzy thing. With just like, you know, classic shit, like big indoor pools. On yeah, the with top. palm trees everywhere. Palm t- with like palm trees and then like the, a city skyline in the background. Yeah. And you've got this woozy vaporwave going and they're like, you know, 80s vibes. Yeah. And then all the comments are basically just like, the world's stupidest 15-year-olds being like, I was born in the wrong era. Or the, or the one comment which really got me, which was like back when rent was cheap with like th- three crying emojis. It literally implies like I would be living in a 60th story penthouse with a pool and palm trees. I'd be living in like the uh, my, Miami Vice dream world. Yeah. If it weren't for... Because I bet that was like 100 bucks a week. So, but thanks to NIMBYs. We're not putting luxury pools on 60-story penthouses anymore. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so but again, you, if you if you look at those comments for five seconds, you're kind of like, all right, I might be a sharp guy. I can I can spot an AI AI art, but you know, I don't know. Maybe the maybe the rest of the world can't. The other thing is, I don't buy into like the slightly more hysterical version of this because I haven't really seen it happen yet. Yes, we had Pope Balenciaga jacket. That was funny. Yeah, and every now and again you'll see something that's kind of like someone's done. I don't know. Well, Princess Diana with the Sony hat. I think that was real. Though. Yeah, I think that was real. <laughs> I, I'm still not sure though. <laughs> yeah, I asked the internet and I like, couldn't find a, a, an answer. Yeah, there's a, a post on the down around Twitter. There's a photo of Princess Di wearing a, a cap with the Sony logo like on a it, flat rim. which goes very hard. It goes insanely <laughs> hard. But I, I do think that was actually real. But then you know, there's um. Uh, like I don't know, there's like mid-journey generation of like Trump kissing Putin or something. Yeah, yeah. And all these like American Democrat boomers are like sickening. <laughs> uh, I but, support their right to do it, <laughs> but it is shows yeah. that you know shows it about their collaboration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do. I haven't to date actu- actually seen an AI generated photo video whatever that's been of actual political consequence if i'm Uh, wrong drop it in the comments but i don't think i've seen one yeah i mean also we should 
discussed like from a Western context in that like, you know, a rumour spreading on WhatsApp hasn't led to a minor pogrom in Australia as yet, That's but true. it has in other parts of the world. That's true. But if you know if you know of an example of where like an AI-generated image has actually had major political consequences, let us know because I can't. Nothing comes to mind for me. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so bringing it back to Sora, it's good. It's good. It looks good. Obviously, this is all the outputs that OpenAI is showing us. Yeah. Very. They they claim that all these outputs are not edited and they're purely from within Sora, but, mm. you know, who knows? Um, and they are like a huge leap forward from the rest of the AI video that we've been shown in the past. Yeah. Um, they seem to cohere with the prompt pretty closely. Mm-hmm. They look relatively nice. And so there's been lots of speculation, lots of wild-eyed fantasies about what this means. Yes. Even though, again, the average person doesn't have access to it. And we also don't know how much compute it required or how long it took to make any yeah, of these things. I would suspect that these things take like more than an hour. Yeah, like... Or, I would guess. Uh, my guess would be somewhere between kind of 20 minutes to an hour to produce one minute, I would guess. That's just a guess. That's a pure guess. And I mean, obviously that would scale with the, the amount of compute and blah, 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 blah. But I don't think that this stuff just gets pumped out like an image. And even an image takes a while. Yeah, like a, a Dali image or a mid-journey image. Like... Mid-journey, even when you're turbocharging it, a batch of four images, because they come in batches of four, so you can pick which one you like, takes like 45 seconds to a minute. Mm. And if you think about a video, if it's 60 frames a second, you're getting 10 10 minutes of video, you know, that definitely adds up. In the Mm. same way as rendering video generally. Yeah, which in the short term is, because this is one big annoyance with AI image and video um, that is kind of not true of text to a certain extent, is like, you generate text with AI and then you just edit it, right? It's very easy to just like change words, take bits, ignore it and, and but like maybe mentally imbibe, you know, some concepts or whatever. But like it's very easy to edit AI text and make it suit because it, like, it doesn't often give you exactly what you want. No, but right? you, can, you can tweak it. You, you can, can tweak it. It's super easy. That's the whole thing with text. Image, that's harder. I did see some cool stuff with apparently like the new, with the Apple model, the unreleased Apple model, you can say change the coat to red and, yeah. it'll, and it'll give you the same image, but just with the coat red and what, uh, this, whatever. This was a research paper that Apple put out, which basically was their own text-to-image model, where it was kind of like very clearly intended for regular consumer use, where the idea is that you could, I could take a photo of you right now and just be like, can you change Raph's glasses so they're red instead of blue? Yeah. And like that that would just do it for you. Which well, That's but, way more useful, obviously, than right now being like, I've got to retry the prompt, and then you're going to get something potentially totally different. And sitting in front of mid-journey right now and be like, epic dragon flying through mountain range, mm. you know, and then having to keep doing it to get exactly the right epic dragon. Yeah, Pyrenees, you know, <laughs> um, HD, ultra 4K, etc. Yeah, so... I know you don't need to do anymore. It, ta- <laughs> it most likely takes a while to... Surrender. Yeah, and but video. What I'm saying is even harder. Again, with image, you could then chuck it in Photoshop if you were that way inclined, and edit things and start it as a base, or you know, like the actual Photoshop feature, change backgrounds and whatnot. But video, that's another leap again to like uh, actually having usable footage. Yeah. Anyway, it's who knows how it works in practice or whether it's practical for a whole bunch of people have access to it, but they've done it. So there's a few things that I think worth talking about to figure out what's going on. The first is there's been rampant speculation about how it actually works. Yeah. Because as we said, everyone else that's doing this 
the video, at least what we've been shown, looks pretty bad. Yeah. There's been some consumerized ones, but as I said, they all give you like five seconds of AI video. And who knows what you would even use that for? Yeah. And it looks kind of crappy. This is giving you high definition video, a minute long, cohesive, like coherent video. So mm. like one of the things they demonstrated is like they had a street scene. I think it might've been that Tokyo video. And there's like a street sign that has like an arrow on it. And a woman appears and walks in front of the sign and she walks past it and her head blocks out the sign for a second. And when she emerges on the other side, the sign is still the right sign, mm. which you know sounds simple. But when you think about it, that's pretty complicated for some sort of AI system to work out. Yeah. Or there was another one where it was like the reflection of a person standing in a train carriage. Mm. Like they were standing in a train carriage. There was like a reflection of what was going on inside the carriage on the glass. And then you could see like the foggy city beyond it. Mm. And it was moving. And again, when you think about it, you're like, that's actually really hard to do with CGI. Like CGI editors find it really hard to work with reflections. Yeah, yeah. There was another one of, um, yeah, someone's reflection in water and and the physics engine of it, like actually realistically kind of moving with the reflection. Yeah. So, a lot, so basically a lot of people looked at these videos and they were like, oh, that's like really impressive. It seems like this would require a bit more than just like an AI image generation, which is kind of like looking at a million different images to figure out what this still image might look like based on the prompt. So one of the speculations is, and this is like, as I said, purely people putting thought bubbles out there, but there was like a senior NVIDIA engineer on X who did a big thread about this. A few other people have talked about it. The idea that maybe when you prompt this, it's creating sort of like a three-dimensional world, which is kind of like a game engine. So a video game engine like Unreal or whatever, where they render... 3D worlds that the player can move around in on, and do stuff. It's actually creating like a 3D world, simulating the physics, again, all sort of AI generated, and then sort of just putting a camera in there and flying around to create the illusion of movement. And mm. if it was doing that, that would be actually pretty crazy. Yeah. With the alternative being it just like generating frame after frame after frame based on the one before it predicting kind of how the the image would change based on like whatever kind of movement parameters it has but yeah like that would be crazy if they're generating generating the scene though because one of the videos they put up was kind of like a ship bobbing on like a in teacup in a teak in a te- like yeah yeah totally like a little miniature boat floating in a teacup mm. and looking at that and like the tea is sloshing around sort of realistically. Mm. It's a bit cartoonish, but there's very clearly like some logical motion for how the T is moving around the ship. Yeah. And it's kind of like, is it just doing a frame-by-frame thing? Because it looked kind of like 3D-ish. It looked like something that was happening in a video game. It looked very Unreal, but this is the other thing. People were like, maybe it's just because they just used Unreal Engine to just generate millions and millions of different examples, and that was like the training data set was basically like, Unreal Engine. Um, so we don't know. Uh, OpenAI. How, how, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, more like closed AI. They will obviously tell us soon. Regardless of what's going on, it's, it's pretty impressive. It has some problems apparently with logic and it showed some examples where like, um, well, Sam Altman used the example of if it generates uh, a woman taking a bite of a cookie, the woman will take a bite of the cookie, but when she removes the cookie from her mouth, it'll still be whole. Like it won't have a bite taken out of it, like this kind of logic. And there were kind of other examples of that. You know, there was yeah, people pulling out a, the chair out of um, a beach and the chair was just f- freaking out, to be perfectly honest. It looked 
cool, but like it looked weird. Yeah, and I, I actually think it's kind of a flex that they're doing because they had on the page, as you mentioned, here are some examples of where it didn't work and mm. they kind of fucked up and wasn't given the right output. But even the mistakes kind of looked cool and seemed like they were simulating something that wasn't just generating images after image after image after image. Yeah, yeah. But like simulating some sort of process. Yeah, like there were, it had some kind of yeah, physics at play, which I guess is a big question. We've probably hung on it too long because that's very nerdy it's, it's, shit. It's very nerdy, but it also it goes to show because if they're doing that, if that's what they're doing, simulating a little three-dimensional world and then flying a camera through it, very different to just doing images. Also suggests that like their AI systems can sort of figure out the logic of physics and the logic mm. of how light works and all that kind of thing. Uh, and what, another piece of evidence is they showed, like, did you see the Minecraft thing? Oh, they simulated a Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Ba- they basically got the system to play Minecraft and mm. got the system to rig it, create Minecraft as it sort of, quote-unquote, remembered it mm. as it was playing it, and it looked like Minecraft with, mm. like, some weird little visual artifacts. There's more evidence for it being kind of like a simulated world. But the point is, if that's the way they've gone about it, then obviously that has more applications than just doing cool videos. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's some, there's some other shit going on there. Yeah, so who knows what's going on there, but... It's kooky. The other thing was, now that this is happening, you had a lot of AI thread guys, some of the lowest life forms on the planet. Yeah. So guys who spend all day on X talking about AI. Refreshing and seeing number go up. And then other like founders and people in Silicon Valley being like, this is the death of Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Hollywood, why do we need Hollywood to be making movies? Mm-hmm. When I can sit down in front of my laptop mm. and punch in new Avengers movie, sick action scenes, no work. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Starship Troopers, no irony, all literal. <laughs> yeah, like that kind of shit. And this is sort of like part of an ongoing little power struggle. I think we've talked about it a little bit on the podcast where it's kind of like there's a lot of guys who are super thrilled about AI art. Mm. Because it lets them feel the frisson of creation. Yeah. yeah despite yeah. not having any like artistic skill. Look at the cool thing I did. I made this. I made this. I literally made this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I typed in like manga, elf, 4K, huge cans, <laughs> I made it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's the same sort of thing. Like guys who are just like, you know, I've never, I don't have a created bone in my body. I'm a STEM guy. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a computer science student, I'm a programmer. Mm. That's its own kind of creativity, but it's not valued in society in the same way as being a filmmaker. Yeah, so when I typed in... But who had the last laugh? Yeah, Co- like, Coda, Coders are the Ubermensch Soviet wave. And this poster came out, you know, that was genius. Yeah, exactly. I was genius. Yeah, I, like, I literally made it. And you artists... Uh, yeah, you're fucked. You're fucked. <laughs> We're, we're taking you out. Yeah. It's just going to be programmers sitting in front of uh, open AI systems to create beautiful art. Yeah. We don't need you anymore. No, totally. I mean, I think that yeah, claims of Hollywood's demise are probably greatly overblown. Because <laughs> again, like as I said, one of the key issues with this stuff, right now at least, and but honestly, moving forward for a while, well, there's two key issues. One, we said this when generative images first came out, like you still need taste. At the end of the frigging day, you st- there are not very many examples of genuinely good AI art that people are selling for, 
you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, one of one only or whatever. I mean, I guess the NFT folk would be like, it's because oh, actually, we... <laughs> but, yeah, 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 exactly. But, you know, because like you still need to actually be good at this stuff. And the only people who have vaguely made a name for themselves um, in like the AI art space, well, typically it's like people who also post like pictures of themselves in not many clothes. Um, but mm-hmm. and they're also AI artists, but like they, you know, they actually can make cool stuff because like they have taste and they understand what looks good. You still have to have taste. At the end of the day, you still have to have taste. One, two, the fact that yeah, you can't really edit these things is an issue. Even if in a few years' time you will be able to, much like with LLMs now, you know, you can get a million tokens or whatever, and it, it increases very quickly, and you probably will be able to put out an hour and a half long epic that you're like. Sexy elf saved by normal-looking programmer <laughs> or whatever uh, who has actually got a really nice personality and is misunderstood. Feature film, epic, 4K, buff, yeah, but my face. Um, you, And then it, like, spits out an hour and a half. Okay, like, are you going to be like, okay, scene, scene three, actually make his dick bigger. <laughs> <laughs> like, just add three inches. <laughs> Yeah, and the system's like, burp. <laughs> it's like two inches. It's like, ding. <laughs> no, but like, yeah. For, at first glance, you could be like, what are the things that people might actually use this for mm. as it exists and as I can imagine it existing in a few years? You know, from the stuff they showed where it's like, so it's like a sweeping shot of some Mediterranean coastline. Yeah. Looked, looked pretty real. Like, yeah, it had, yeah. it had the waves and like the yeah. nice old buildings. And I was like, okay, this looks, you know, if I saw this, my brain would probably interpret it as real, at least for now. Yeah. Um, you could see this as like a, a cost-saving thing, a documentary, maybe, yeah, stock maybe a major, doing like B-roll and like establishing shots. The, the number one place where this is going to be used as soon as it's live is just Facebook ads, right? Like, oh, for sure. It's yeah, just yeah. going to like Facebook and YouTube ads for like every single dropshipping company and whatnot. A- like, as AI image generation is being used for now. Yeah. Pl- plenty of Facebook. That ads. is like the number one place where this stuff will be used straight off the bat is just to make ads as cheap as possible. Yeah. Maybe, maybe those like those uh, Neom Instagram ads, I'm sure have a little bit of AI art going on yeah. in those. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's that. But the thing that makes me wonder what these people know what the fuck they're talking about. Who is going to watch? And this this could be one of those things they'll play in a clip show when they're talking about like the history of AI art yeah. as like an old archive thing of some moron and nobody was talking about. <laughs> but like I find it the idea like repellent of watching a full hour and a half, two hour movie built off like a prompt. Maybe I can understand if it's like a, a guy who sat down and like. What preso- do you think his script is, bro? Wow. That's huge. Isn't that, is that not just a prompt? <laughs> a script is a prompt. You're so right. Maybe, I, but again, even the idea is like a guy has sat down and like scene by scene generated a movie. Mm. Even that makes me go like, <laughs> I don't want to watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to watch that shit. Yeah. Like there's an aspect of filmmaking and cinema where it's like real people were doing this. Yeah, we got a whole bunch it's of. It's why in the people room. still actually happen to go to the theater. Not as many as used to, but, but they, they still do go. And again, I, I may seem like you know. Yeah, but I also think that honestly, like if we go back and we do a bit of friggin' art history and theory, like the cinema exists because it was an experience to go to the movie theater and sit down. And the reason they're not half an hour long and they're an hour and a half is because of like the big experience or the two. You know, some of them are longer. I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> You wouldn't be, you'd be right. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
you know, and it there was, still is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, you, but realistically, the most popular form of content right now is thirty seconds, fifteen second long clips on TikTok or whatever. Yeah, yeah You yeah. know, ten minutes and below. So like, I, I just find it weird that people's minds go immediately to this like romantic idea of yeah, like a feature film that is going to be epic or whatever uh, and personalized. Or that, this is the thing; they're not even thinking personalized, right? They're thinking. People are going to release blockbuster hits that are generated by AI, which is just the wrong paradigm to be thinking about any of this shit. A, it'll start... The beauty of it is there's like very limited marginal cost to creating bespoke pieces of um, video content. Yep. Um, B, the thing it'll replace before it replaces, yeah, like woke Marvel movies or whatever <laughs> is like ASMR shit on, oh, for sure. on like TikTok and, yeah, and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. Like that is where this starts. I mean, the thing that actually like my brain jumped to immediately was just kind of child entertainment because it will definitely be happening somewhere. Um, I don't think, I think in many circles it will be seen as perverse as it should be, but like already, you know, the most popular videos on YouTube is like baby shark looped eight hour long and this kind of crap. But like, if you can just plonk an iPad in front of like a three-year-old and with a camera on it that determines whenever their eyes start wandering and just like AI keep generating crap, I mean, that is, you know, compelling. And you can see that, I use that as an example to like trickle up to 12-year-olds who, you know, we show like porn adjacent, like repetitive flashing light colors, et cetera, et cetera, to every person on earth where it's like insane crash videos for those for people who that's their thing that's their thing yeah, yeah, yeah or like people making witty replies and trolling cops for other people yeah i think i think you're right because which is the, it's not immediately coming after the hollywood slice and the place that it's going to manifest is the vast preponderance of online internet content but i think there's also just like a romantic view in the fact that it is still true that like tv shows and cinema are some of like the most highly valued bits of video content that gets put out. Yes. And and also the most, the biggest budget, the biggest profit, allegedly, you yeah. know. There's no other bit of, con- of video content out there. Well, there's also like a universal experience. It's a universal experience. Which, which like we don't have experience. that. Yeah, we don't have that many shared cultural moments No, we anymore. don't. And th- one of the really telling moments about this is, you know, when Mr. Beast did like the Squid Game video, which was like one of the ones that really broke him out. Well, I don't know what it was, like two years ago, where he was like, I'm going to do Squid Game in real life. And everyone was talking about, like, wow, he got 250 million views on something. Mm. Um, and he just did it with, like, a low budget and compared to the real Squid Game show that Netflix put out. And then you're kind of like, yeah, but it wouldn't have worked unless the Netflix show existed yeah. originally. You know, like, movies and TV shows drive so many, like, communal experiences. Mm. People like to go to the movies with people, sit in front of a big fucking IMAX screen or whatever and wallow in watching, I don't know, Oppenheimer. Mm. And even if they don't watch it in a communal experience and they watch it on Netflix, you like to go online and talk about what you've seen, you like to talk with your friends about it, go to the pub and talk about, did you watch the latest season of Stranger Things? Yeah. To be clear, I'm not talking about that with people at the pub. Yes, okay. I would never be doing that. Well, I wouldn't be part of that conversation because I've never seen shit. But... (laughs) Yes, I get that the idea. I mean, you know, sport is obviously exactly sport, the same. Sport, sport's the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you, when people are talking about something, it's nice to know what they're talking about. Yeah. And you want to share that it experience. Would be, it would be different. And again, I think people are really jumping the gun on like ultra personalized entertainment, at least for the near future. Mm. But like, you know, the idea of being like, 
Imagine if someone sat you down and was like, I fucking watched this sick non-work Avengers movie that I generated to my own taste. Yeah, do you want to watch it? Do you want to watch it? Because I thought it was fucking amazing. Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's got 18 views. <laughs> yeah, I, ma- I made it in the Sora version 5. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, don't watch it when the kids are around. <laughs> that's that's my only... Or the miso. <laughs> This is one for the VR headset. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like even hearing that, you're like, what the fuck? But but I don't know. There's also a future where it's like, you know, there's a huge amount of stuff going on on YouTube that I have no insight into. I barely understand Mr. Beast and all that kind of crap um, because of our wonderful episode of Mr. Beast. Please go and listen. Yeah. Um, But, you know, it's possible that like, I mean, it's inevitable that the media environment gets even more fractured. Mm. And there's probably a world where, like, there is something that was generated with AI, maybe, that has, like, blockbuster aesthetics and has been, and but was only watched by 500 people who like this particular type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, in the same like way, fanfic that, stuff. in much the same way as what has happened to music, really, mm. except music is obviously much lower budget and you can spin up a track that people are going to love at low cost. Mm. It's probably one of the only media forms apart from writing and probably more so than writing that has huge appeal, but you can really hit a niche Mm. video unless it's like TikToks or whatever is maybe a bit harder than that. But anyway, it's like just a, who knows what is going to happen with AI video. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to become a part of everything. It is like, I truly believe like, even if yes, people like those big shared experiences, but you know, people also like dopamine hit from scrolling oh, TikTok yeah. feeds. Love that stuff. Um, and when it's cheaper, more readily available, more realistic, because it's only got, like, don't think about it now. Don't think about how, like, Jan LeCun replying to some bloke who was posting, like, the ant going down an ant hole being like, the ant's only got four legs. It's like, yeah, right now the ant's only got four legs, but next year He'll have it, six. it'll have 14. 14 legs? And it's like the answer is just going to get more and more and more legs as this thing gets better and better. <laughs> I, I assume that was his point. I think it was his point. Every time OpenAI adds another 100,000 NVIDIA chips, <laughs> the ant gets another pair of legs. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. But no, it'll, this will all get better. And what that means, I mean, friggin' aren't all those Avenger films and everything just like a bunch of actors dicking around in front of a green seat they in are, morph yeah, suits yeah. or whatever. They are, they are. Like, and this this was the thing that, I hate to reference it, but like Grimes did a, did a thread. Mm. And obviously Grimes is very bullish and all this sort of stuff and loves this kind of crap. And has always loved this kind of crap, even when she was you know putting out her first albums or whatever. Mm. But she was like, and I was like, ah, I hate to agree, but she kind of- Got to hand point, it to her. Got to hand it to her. Uh, where she was like, the current Hollywood industry as it sort of exists is pretty busted. Everyone sort of agrees with that. Mm. Where- they really heavily index on doing remakes and shared universes and things like that because it's the only way to get bums in seats mm. is show them something that they vaguely recognize and mm. they're like, I want to do it. And if you're someone who's coming up now who loves cinema, really hard to break into it. It's certainly not the industry it was 30, 40 years ago. How do you do it? This is the sort of thing that's going to liberate everything. It's going to create this explosion of creativity. Someone who wants to make a particular thing will be able to make it with access to AI, blah, 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 blah. And you hear that and you're like, sure, I get that. But it's also like, my main thing is like, we are just not prepared for the tidal wave of shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the internet is, like, the internet is over. Like, like AI-generated crap has ruined the internet in the text format. Already, yeah. Like, already. 
I mean, it was ruined before that by like low cost content, but now like AI has made it's that created like, zero cost content. Yeah. And so the same thing is coming for just every platform for everything visual. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, we are going to be flooded with absolute shit, and the replies to your posts and whatnot are going to have words and images and whatnot that you're like. I mean, this is vaguely human. Like, this is human sounding, but like, is this real? Am I like, why did you say that? And why did you <laughs> phrase it like that? Like, am I, should I respond to this or are you literally just a bot? Ima- imagine a world where <laughs> you post something on Twitter and the first reply is a guy that just goes, instantly hits you with like a 90 minute feature film presentation <laughs> based on of, your tweet. Of, of you just getting destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> like, you. Like I had a podium just announcing the phrase that you've just said, like Microsoft Teams is actually good and just getting eviscerated and punished and the whole world just like yelling at you. The whole world yelling at you like an Avengers Infinity War level CGI like explosion fest of you being attacked and destroyed. And and then like, and you rocking up to school, but you're naked like the dream. (laughs) But it's like you see it viscerally and and everyone laughing at you. And it's 90 minutes long and indistinguishable from reality. Yeah. That that part of it could be funny. <laughs> and let me say, I think that there's going to be a lot of funny stuff coming down the pipeline. Oh, absolutely. A lot of laughs, like the laugh density. You, you think high. we're going to increase laugh density? I think we will. Uh, this is one of my but will, great... we, will we be laughing together? I don't know if we'll be laughing together. I think shared experiences are gone. It's be, it'll be completely atomized. It's one of my great theses is that the laugh density of life in 2024 would be way higher than any other time in history. Mm. Like let's, the amount of lols that you will see, like funny shit you would see on your phone. People are sadder yet laughing more. I think we're laughing more. So the doctors were wrong. Laughter is not the best medicine. Imagine a guy living in the Indus Valley, 5,000 BC. Mm. You know, he's just discovered agriculture. I mean, he's got to rely on just a mate falling over. (laughs) How many laughs would he have a day? How many funny things would be said to him or happen in his vicinity? Every Not day. that many. You're Not dead that many. right. Yeah, I reckon he would get fi- like three to five solid laughs a day. Three to five, you reckon? Even yeah. if that, if that. And yeah. keeping in mind his sense of humor would be different. He would have to find <laughs> comedy and some other things. You know, some things that maybe we wouldn't find particularly funny, but yeah. he would find. Now you bust open Instagram. You bust open. It's a riot. Apps. It's a it's a riot. You're seeing laughs. The density of laughs is high, and I think it's had a big effect in our society. Mm. Maybe not for the better. No. But I'm having a good time. It's peaks and troughs, maybe. Mm. You know, it's like you take a pill on a Saturday and you crash on a Tuesday. That, but just like micronized. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like that, mate. If you're listening to this, did you know there's another world out there where you get a second episode of Down Round a week? Yep, it's called Down Round Premium. That's right, and there's no interruptions. No interruptions, no ads, two episodes a week, including the free one you're getting right now, plus another one. Yep, seven bucks a month, not a week, a month, downround.net, downround.net, instant access to the whole back catalogue as well. You've got so much to catch up on. There's so much. Get around it. Mm. (laughs) Mmm. 